Hey, everybody. This week for our experience during worship, we did something a little bit different, a little more physical, maybe, than we usually do. A lot of spiritual practices are very intellectual, um, either in the sense of thinking a lot or contemplating, but also in the sense of being more emotionally driven, which I know I kind of also consider intellectual. It's something that our brains do. But I think we miss something when we don't include the physical in our worship and in our spiritual exercises, practices, experiences. Meredith mentioned a passage from Scripture in Hebrews this week in her sermon that's emblematic of several passages that when they're talking about the hope that we have in Christ or in God, they use very physical language, very tangible, solid language to describe God. In the Hebrews passage, they use the image of an anchor. But there's also passages that you could probably think of if you're familiar with Scripture about God being a rock or a foundation or a mountain. When the question is, how do we know there is hope? At least one of the answers, one of the main answers that scripture gives us is because God is those things, solid, dependable, unmoving. I know I've had times where having that tangible representation of God's endurance and faithfulness has been really important for me. I think of a time when I was playing baseball. I was a baseball player in my younger days. And one summer in college, I was playing baseball in New York. And the field we were playing on had a view of the upstate New York mountains And every time I would go out on the mound, I would spend a second just looking at the mountains, reminding myself of that passage from the Psalms that says, I raise my eyes to the mountains. From where does my help come? It was just a way for me to tangibly, physically (laughs) calm myself down before doing a very physical thing of pitching. Now, obviously, that's not the most important aspect of life. And a lot of the things that we're dealing with today in this world are a lot more important than that. But I think the same sort of idea can be really helpful to have a tangible physical reminder of God's faithfulness, something that we're not just imagining or thinking about or feeling in an intellectual sense or an emotional sense, but feeling in a physical sense. And so the first thing that we did as part of this exercise, and what I would invite you to do now, is go find something that fits that bill, something solid, heavy, foundational. It could be a big rock that you can hold in your hands It could be an anchor if you're a fishing type. It could be like us. We have a slim view of the mountains from our bedroom window. Whatever it is, whatever token of God's dependableness and faithfulness, whatever token that can remind you of the hope that that reality of who God is can offer, I would invite you now to go and find it. Either take this podcast with you so you have a view of it or push, push pause right now and then go and get an object that you can literally hold or touch or look at or feel. So I'll wait, you pause, and then when you have done that, we'll start back up again. Now that you've got that, we're going to do three things. And what these are, three different options of how you might use that object as part of a spiritual practice to remind you of the hope that we have in God. You can do all three. You can just do one. You can Try each of them and see which one seems to connect best with you and remind you best of the hope that God offers. But the three things that we're going to do, one is to just spend some time in silence contemplating that object, holding it, feeling it, looking at it, whatever it might be, depending on the object that you chose. But we're just going to spend some time taking deep breaths and listening to what God might say through that physical representation of hope. The second one is that we're going to read a few passages from the Bible that speak of God in that way. Now, I'm going to read a couple that I chose for this exercise, but you could 
obviously do this with other passages that fit better with the object you've picked or that speak more to you about the hope God offers. And then the third one we're not actually going to do on the podcast, but I am going to invite you to do, and that is to listen to music. For some people, listening to music while holding an object or seeing it or touching it, whatever it might be, is going to be the a more effective way of internalizing the hope that God offers. So those are the three practices that we're going to do together now. I'd invite you to try each of them at least once just to see how they go. And then in the week ahead or weeks ahead, if you want to revisit this sort of spiritual practice, you can choose which of those you want to go forward with yourself. So first, I would invite you to get in a comfortable position, either feeling the weight of the object, feeling it um, tangibly in your hands, touching it, seeing it, whatever it might be. Get in a position where you can do that and do so comfortably. And once you've done that, I would invite you to take some deep breaths and just take a couple of minutes in silence with that object and allow God to remind you of the hope that he offers in the midst of hard times. God, we want to sit here before you with this physical reminder of who you are. Not that you are this thing, but it reminds us of what is true about you. So God, we invite you to come and be present with us. And we invite you to say to us what you would want to say through this thing that we have physically with us. God, as we sit quietly, would you speak? Would you be with us? Thank you, God, for who you are. Thank you that you are strong and dependable and faithful. Amen. Now, second, I would invite you to do much the same thing, but instead of just sitting in silence, I am going to read slowly a few passages of scripture that speak to these realities of who God is. Same idea. Get yourself prepared. 
and then listen while you hold, touch, look at the object that you have. First from Psalm 121. I raise my eyes to the mountains. From where does my help come? My help comes from Yahweh, the maker of the heavens and the earth. May he not give your foot to faltering. May he not doze your guard. Indeed, he will not doze and he will not sleep. Israel's guard. Yahweh is your guard. Yahweh is your shade at your right hand. By day the sun will not hit you, nor will the moon by night. Yahweh, he will guard you from all harm. He will guard your life. Yahweh, he will guard your going and your coming from now and forever. I'll read it one more time. I raise my eyes to the mountains. From where does my help come? My help comes from Yahweh, the maker of the heavens and the earth. May he not give your foot to faltering. May he not doze your guard. Indeed, he will not doze and he will not sleep. Israel's guard. Yahweh is your guard. Yahweh is your shade at your right hand. By day, the sun will not hit you, nor will the moon by night. Yahweh, he will guard you from all harm. He will guard your life. Yahweh, he will guard your going and your coming from now and forever. Now, this is the passage that Meredith mentioned in Hebrews chapter 6, and I'm going to start in verse 17. When God desired to show even more clearly to the heirs of the promise, which is us, the unchangeable character of God's purpose, God guaranteed it by an oath, so that through two unchangeable things, in which it is impossible that God would prove false, we who have taken refuge might be strongly encouraged to seize the hope set before us. We have this hope, a sure and steadfast anchor for our lives, a hope that enters the inner shrine of the temple behind the curtain, where Jesus, a forerunner on our behalf, has entered, having become a high priest forever, according to the order of Melchizedek. And I'll read it once more. When God desired to show even more clearly to the heirs of the promise the unchangeable character of God's purpose, God guaranteed it by an oath, so that through two unchangeable things in which it is impossible that God would prove false, we who have taken refuge might be strongly encouraged to seize the hope set before us. We have this hope, a sure and steadfast anchor For our lives, a hope that enters the inner shrine of the temple behind the curtain where Jesus, a forerunner on our behalf, has entered, having become a high priest forever, according to the order of Melchizedek. And then one last passage as you hold, look at, touch that object. One last passage to remind us who God is. This is from Psalm 18, and I'm going to read the first few verses. I love you, O Yahweh, my strength. Yahweh is my rock, my fortress, and my deliverer, my God, my rock in whom I take refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. I call upon Yahweh who is worthy to be praised, so I shall be saved from my enemies. And then one last time. I love you, O Yahweh, my strength. Yahweh is my rock, my fortress, and my deliverer. My God, my rock in whom I take refuge, my shield, 
and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. I call upon Yahweh who is worthy to be praised, so I shall be saved from my enemies. God, we thank you for what your word says about who you are. Help us to remember the hope that we have that's an anchor for our lives because you are a rock, a mountain, a fortress, a stronghold. Amen. And then one last practice. Like I said, this one, you'll have to turn the podcast off and go and listen to some music on your own. But pull up a song that reminds you of who God is, a song that reminds you of the hope that we have in Jesus. And then as you, again, look at, hold, touch the object that you've chosen that reminds you of who God is, play that music as well and see if it reinforces that reality. See if it drives it a little deeper into your soul. So I'm going to sign off for now and leave you to that. And again, these practices, if one of them connected with you, try it in future days or weeks when you need to be reminded of the hope that we have in Jesus. We miss you guys. We hope you all are well, and we hope to see you soon.